these words from the hills reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 1 And it came to pass after many days that Jehovah came to Elijah in the third year saying, Go shew yourself to Ahab and I will send rain on the face of the earth. And Elijah went to shew himself to Ahab and the famine was severe in Samaria. And Ahab called Obadiah. Now Obadiah feared Jehovah greatly. And it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of Jehovah that Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave and maintained them with bread and water. And Ahab said to Obadiah, Go through the land to all the fountains of water and to all the torrents. Perhaps we may find grass to save the horses and the mules alive so they may not have to destroy some of our beasts. They divided the land between them to pass straight. Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went another way by himself. As Obadiah was on the way, behold, Elijah met him, and he knew him and fell on his face. And he says, Indeed, thou, my Lord, Elijah. And he said to him, I am he. Go say to thy Lord, Behold, Elijah. And he said, Where have I seen? What have I seen that thou givest your servant under the hand of Ahab to put me to death? As Jehovah thy God liveth, there is no nation or kingdom where my Lord has not sent to seek thee. And when they said he is not here, he took an oath of the kingdom or nation that they found thee not. And now you say to me, go say to thy Lord, behold Elijah, and shall come to pass when I am gone from thee that the spirit of Jehovah will carry you where I do not know. And when I come and tell Ahab, he cannot find you, he will kill me. And I thy servant fear Jehovah from my youth. Was it not told you what I have done for the Lord when Jezebel slew all the prophets of Jehovah? How I hid the hundred prophets of Jehovah's prophets by the fifty in a cave and maintained them with bread and water. And now you say, go and tell thy Lord, behold Elijah, and he will kill me. And Elijah said, as the Lord of hosts liveth before whom I stand. I love this scripture. As the Lord Jehovah of hosts liveth before whom I stand. I will certainly show myself to him today. Then Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. And it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said unto him, Is it thou the troubler of Israel? And he said to him, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, in that ye have forsaken the commands of Jehovah, thou hast followed the bowels, and now send, gather to me all Israel to Mount Carmel, the prophets of Baal, 450 and the prophets of Asherah 400 who eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. Amazing scripture. You can read on and on unto the con contest. Everybody knows about the contest at Mount Carmel. How Elijah gathered these prophets and how but this part we don't see. We don't see this part. So there's a, an account before the contest. This account is what I want to bring to your attention. So, isn't it amazing how bad people always have good people in their houses? Bad men always love the best guys to work for them. I can't tell you the number of bad guys who I know who have like really good employees. The employees do right by them and they know. 
because they are actually like super bad. So they know when somebody is really, really not out to fleece them or to do anything bad. So Obadiah was this fantastic servant. In the time of famine, which had now lasted three and a half years, this man had 100 prophets of Jehovah who he hid personally. Think about what had happened to him if he was ever found. So where was he getting even a hundred bread and water to give to these people in the scarcity? When the scarcity got really bad, Ahab himself came out and said, okay, let me look for the most trusted man who will bring me real news. Little did he know that this trusted man was not so trusted after all. He had a hundred people he was hiding. But for good cause, he's a trusted man. He did everything that Ahab wanted him to do. And then he says, let's divide this land into two. You go east, I go west. And let's go looking for water. Just check every torrent. Torrent is a place where water has flown. This is spin. Spin of water. Check every torrent. Check every stream. Check everywhere where water exists before. And I will give water. And do you know how bad people accuse good people when they see them? You know how people have been saying, you know, in Nigeria now it's difficult to find out who the good person and who is the bad person is. So when bad people meet good people, the first thing they say is, you people who are the troubling, who are creating problems in Nigeria, you insist on this, 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 this thing is not possible in Nigeria. Right. That's exactly what happened between Ahab and Robert and and Elijah. So Ahab saw Elijah and said, you are the troubler of Israel. You are the troubler of Israel. You are the troubler of Israel. And Elijah put him straight immediately. He said, I am not the troubler of Israel. You, Ahab, that's actually powerful. And he had said to Obadiah before, as the Lord God lives before whom I stand. You know, this man kept using that word. He used it like three, four times. His boast was not that he knew the king. It didn't matter to him that the king was looking for him. His boast was not that he knew a man. His boast was that he stands before God. What is your boast? Can I ask you, is your boast today that you're an intellectual? Or that you have a bank account full of money? What's your boast? Elijah's boast was, as the Lord God lives before whom I stand. As the Lord God lives before whom I stand. This is what his boast. Tell Ahab I'll meet him. And the conversation goes, so they summoned the prophets of Baal. And that's how the contest began in Mount Carmel. I was looking for that place where it says, go and go eat and drink, for you shall hear sounds of abundance of rain. I couldn't find it just now. But that's the scripture of God. Because it's not what I wanted to share. I wanted to share something else. I had the PowerPoint, you saw it. And God says I should share this first. Please Google it for me. Go eat and drink. 
hear the sounds of abundance that Elijah was telling. I think it's in this same chapter. I don't have time to look for it. Verse 41. Can you read it for us? And Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. And Ahab went up to eat and to drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he bowed down on the earth and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there is a cloud, small as a man's hand, arising out of the sea. And he said, Go up, say to Ahab, Harness and go down, that the pour of rain stop thee not. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heavens became black with clouds and wind, and there was a great pour of rain. And Ahab got on the chariot and went to Jezreel. And the hand of Jehovah was upon Elijah, and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Awesome! How can a man run ahead of a chariot? How can a man run ahead of a horse? He gathered up his loins into his legs, gathered up his loincloth and tied it and went zap in the power of the Spirit ahead of Elijah, ahead of Ahab to Jezreel. But how did he start? He went to stand before the Lord. How did he start? He went to stand before the Lord. Every time we come away, in fact, these days God is even looking for people to come away. Everybody's just so busy, so full of excuses. Oh, I'm traveling. Oh, I'm doing this. I just bought a house. I just bought a car. I just married me a wife. This have me excuse. Everybody has all these excuses. So God is just looking. In fact, God was waiting here before we came. Did you guys see that? That we didn't struggle at all. In the case of Elijah, there was a level of struggle. He went and put his head in between his leg. What kind of intercessory position is that? I don't know how to do that. Do you guys understand how this man was a contortionist for his travail? So he was in ordinary prayer. And it's in the book of James that we see what kind of prayer he prayed. And the Holy Spirit is speaking to me and I'm speaking them to you now. Can someone find me James chapter 5 when he says Elijah was a man of like passion and he prayed that it will not rain. Yes, the Holy Spirit is speaking that to me right now. Yes, who can find it? And he prayed again and it rained. Who has found it? Google helps a lot. James 5.17, please read it for us, Stephanie. Elias was a man of like passion to us. He prayed with prayer that it should not rain, and it did not rain upon the earth for three years and six months. And again he prayed, the heaven gave rain, and the earth caused its fruit to spring forth. Elijah was a man with a passion just like us. But just like us, was weak. You know how you feel weak sometimes? You feel like, ah. All this big, big revelation is in me. The Lord is choosing. Why? I'm just a girl. You know, you feel yourself. You know, you feel little. Elijah was a man just like us. But he stood before Yahweh. 
How powerful is that? He stood before who? Oh no, you guys are sleepy. He stood before. Elijah stood before Yahweh. And that was his superpower. His superpower that he stood before the greatest God of all the earth. He stood before Yahweh. You know people boast about what they know. Shelly scientists, I like the boast of scientists. In the vigil I, I took last night before coming here this morning, I was preaching to these women. It was a women's vigil and I was the <laughs> I was the pastor in charge of the women tonight, last night. Right. And they were very happy with me to be there. I was surprised. Like, <laughs> But I was telling them about how scientists try to act like they know everything. And all the intelligent people try to act like, oh yeah, we know it. But we've seen the Hubble telescope pointing to other planets. There are other planets in the trajectory. We can see other planets there. Who has gone there? Has anyone gone to this one? Let's be honest. Ask your scientist friend. Has any one of you gone into the sun? Nobody goes near it. Everybody respect themselves. <laughs> Everyone respect themselves. See Lagos. We are not even near the sun yet. We are almost dying. <laughs> Nobody goes near the sun. Just watch it from afar. We don't know what is burning there. Do you guys understand what I'm saying about how scientists try to boast like, oh, we know the universe, we understand it. Nobody knows the universe. We have enough information to help us fly our planes, get around, eat food, maintain nature. That's, that's pretty much how much we know. We don't even understand the earth. You know, the earth's water bodies is how many percentage of the earth? 70 to 75% of the earth mass is water guess how much of it has been explored by man sorry less than five percent so what happened to 95 percent of the water in the earth we don't know what is there it's too dark and deep and dangerous nobody's trying to go there there's a level you go beyond your intestines come out of your mouth the pressure Nobody goes there. We're acting like we're all very smart. We haven't seen the water. <laughs> we don't know what's inside. <laughs> Do you guys understand? When people begin to match judgment with God, who made the heavens and the earth, we're going to act like they know it all. Elijah took a, a converse boast. He says, as the Lord God lives, before whom I stand. Let your boast be in this, that you know and understand God, that you stand before the King of all the earth. Say amen. I will boast in Christ alone. His righteousness is my reward. I will boast that I understand the God who made the heavens and the earth. I will boast in his power at work in me. This is the life of Christ in me. Elijah boasted and says, As the Lord God lives, before whom I stand, 
shall be no rain in this land. He stood with God enough to know. He stood enough with God to understand what God will do. And when the time came, he got it by revelation that it was time. It was time for activation. It was time for change. It was time for something different to happen. And he began to pray again. Say, Lord, move. God, move. What, what was he praying? Send rain, oh God. Send rain upon the land. The land has been dry. Women have been hungry. There's no bread in the land. There's evil everywhere. Darkness has filled the land. Send rain, oh God. Send rain. Send down rain again. And your people may rejoice. And the dry lands will come back to green. And empty places will be full again. And food will fill the land. Send rain, oh God. Send rain. Oh, he who sends rain in the time of the latter rain. Send down rain again, oh God. That your people may rejoice. Hallelujah, Tabaningo Saleta. Bira Salemosaya. Malutaria dostamaniko. Menisaya. Send rain upon Nigeria. And the dry places may come back to worship Yahweh and our sons and daughters will arise in prosperity and our land will be full of plenty and evil may cease from the land. Send rain, oh God. Unplug the device of the wicked, oh God. With the rain of God, send rain into our families and hope will rise again and new transformation will begin. Send rain into our hearts, into our spirits, into our lives. That there will be a flow of grace again. Send rain. Elijah put his head in between his legs and began to pray for rain. Send down rain, oh God. Send down rain, oh God. Send down rain, oh God. How do you think he was praying? The Bible says he prayed with groaning. Some of you like to pray gentle prayer sometimes. Some things demand groan. Some things demand groan. Some things demand a cry. Please don't stay only in your comfort zone. Speak to someone. Just speak to someone this afternoon. Say, my brother, I want to tell you something. My sister, I want to tell you something. Yeah, it's a point. Yeah, it's a point. Say, there is a point where you can't sit pretty anymore. You need to jump in. You need to jump in into God. You need to jump into the divine. Say to them, you need to jump into the spiritual. Jump in, jump in. Jump in, go deeper, go deeper. Go deeper in God. There's a point where the shallow end will not save anymore. There's a point when you go in deep with God. When you press into the holiness of God. When you press into the power of the divine. When God's grace is released in you and His strength is real over your life, there's a point to jump in. Don't roll over and play dead. Don't roll over and be full of complaint. Don't roll over and be full of anxiety. Jump into the deep end. Jump in in travail. Jump in. Jump in. Tell someone, jump in. My sister, jump in. What you're looking for is in the deep end. 
what you're looking for in the deep end don't stay shallow don't stay shallow go to the place where you have to swim go to the place where you have to swim go deeper in God go deeper in the spirit of God go deeper go deeper go deeper and Elijah prayed the first time Some of you need to change your tongues today. Some of you need to press in for new tongues. Press in for new tongues. Lift up your voice, let's pray in the spirit. Pressing for new tongues. Pressing for depth in God. Pressing for more. Remove the obstacle 
Remove the challenge in the name of Jesus Christ. Tear down that wall. Tear down that wall. Push it down in the power of God. By the finger of God. Grant it down. Hallelujah, And Elijah sent Elisha and said, go and see. Can you see anything? He said, came back and said, nothing. After all that prayer, nothing. Sent him again and said, go again. Go again, go and check. Is there a cloud? There's an old song that says, nothing is new. There is a cloud heavy with blessing. All the songs that nobody else knows. There is a cloud. Receive your rain. Beautiful song. There's a cloud heavy with blessing. But we haven't seen it yet. He sent Elijah. Elijah sent Elisha there seven times. And the seventh time. What was the size of the cloud he saw? Just, just can you imagine it's like a tiny whiny cloud just something small like a dot if it was the hand of a man then it wouldn't be that big considering the vastness of the clouds or the skies just saw a tiny all you need is a tiny whiny sign from God all you need is a tiny tiny sign from God just a little favor, a little open door, something that shows like God is now beginning to turn around the seasons. All you need is a tiny, whiny hand from God. That's all you need. That's all you need. And then the cloud has started to form. The man of God did not wait for it. Do they have run? Saddle your chariots and run because it's going to rain. <laughs> Do you know how powerful is that that it didn't rain for three and a half years and just by one man's announcement it's going to rain again. Nobody knows what he was doing in secret. All you hear is his announcement. <laughs> is that not powerful? That you don't see anything about what the guy is doing. All you hear 
it's not going to rain for three years and then then he comes again and announces, it's going to rain run he's <laughs> mad if you were Ahab do you think you'll be running <laughs> he hadn't rained for three and a half years everywhere was dry this man come and say run it's going to rain he's coming no 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 that's how that's what how, what happened that day you remember the one when the four lepers went to the camp of samaria there was a man who was next to the king he has seen how poverty has eaten up everybody now came and said i think it was prophet which prophet said it tomorrow by this time it was elijah too right elisha okay that, that was elisha elisha said tomorrow by this time a mudu of rice will be selling for 200 naira I don't know how much this mood of rice selling for now. Hope it's not 200 naira. Yeah, <laughs> 50 naira or something like that. The man said, even if God opened up window in heaven and let the God be raining it, is it going to happen? This prophet said, uh, a prophet, their own is too much. And Elisha turned and looked at him and said, you will see it, but you won't partake of it. Those, those prophets were actually pretty mean don't you think <laughs> just slam the guy with the sentence immediately you will see it but you will eat it when this breakthrough happened and people were rushing to go and get the rice the man saw people coming with rice with corn as he leaned to people the crowd just trampled him and he died he saw it he never ate it and why was he talking like that people with somebody a pastor my pastor in just said that it was because he was in the king's palace so while everybody was suffering things were good for him so when the prophet said that the whole land will be restored the guy had his cushy comfort zone he was like yeah like come on you over opt do you know every time we talk about nigeria have you ever seen those people who are very pessimistic like it's never going to happen it's never going to happen nigeria is not going to turn around say no ah see you're weak how you're weak you know this say no it's gonna happen in my lifetime we're gonna turn this nation around by the finger of god in our lifetime if you believe it say amen no more room for naysayers prophesying evil words over the land because they have a measure of comfort so telling all this type of useless postulations no we're going to turn it around if we're angry enough imagine if we pray like this this kind of prayer if we can bury our agenda and every Saturday we're praying like this for, for six months guess what will happen do you know what will happen we will not be normal none of, none of you will be normal just give yourself six hours of soaking in the word and prayer you will not be normal. Your problems will not be handled the same way. You look at your problem, they will be small in your eyes. Be small in your eyes. You'll be powerful in God. And that's why the devil knows. If there's one thing the devil never wanted you to do is to come here today. Some of you know what you went through. Someone woke up at, at, at 5 o'clock, started driving from Maryland, coming to the retreat, 5 a.m. She woke up at 5 a.m., started driving. She got a VI, packed where the traffic light says red a truck came and hit her from behind 
I just say this is, this is annoyance. This is the devil trying to annoy you. And of course, she was thoroughly annoyed because they now started begging her. We're sorry, our brick filled. They're like, but you're carrying sand. So you want me to go and repair the car and then you use the money of your proceeds and go away with it. No. If we may go. Do you understand? What did that do to her morning? Spoiled her whole what? Morning. Where was she going? She was coming here just like you and I. Do you understand how the devil is wicked? The devil will stop you from running after it. There will always be one excuse. Cut him off. Tell someone, cut him off. Cut him off. Cut him off. Cut him off. You know that we're not that church that does church every day. We're not, we're not interested in doing many activities. We're not. Honestly, I'm not interested in doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Have you seen me chasing anything like that? I don't do it. I don't do it. I just need a place for you guys to study, to pray, to touch God. Do you understand? I just need a place. If we can do it without even coming, I will be very happy. But there's something that happens when we come together and gather like this. So I will announce it one month ahead of time. I tell everyone, prepare. We're going to meet God. And it never fails. October 1, God was here with us today. He's alive in this room. And you heard his words very, very clearly. Very, very clearly. You heard his, these words. You heard these words. I am here in the midst. The heavens, the four prophets came and said, the heavens are open and rain is pouring even before we preach the message. And Elijah said to Ahab, run. Run. Rain is coming. Run. The torrent is coming. Run. <laughs> and he wasn't saying to him to run that he didn't run. The man had equipment to run. He had the spiritual equipment to fly. <laughs> He said to the man, run! So you say to someone, say it like I said it. Don't be afraid of anybody. Stand up and look at somebody. Run! Run! It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! Run! I hear the sound of torrents. I hear the rumor of torrents of rain. The torrent is coming. The torrent is coming. The torrent is now at hand. Run. Run. Run to Jezreel. Run to your dwelling with the power of God. Run in the grace of God. Run in the power of the divine. Don't be sluggish. Don't be lazy. Raise yourself up by the finger of God and run. Some of us are lazy in the house of God. We're slothful to lift up our hands. We're weak to sing a song. We're tired. We're defeated to learn something new. There's no pursuit in our hearts. There's no urgency. There's no poise in our spirit. Look at someone else and say, Run! that urgency that happens to the person who is going to walk with God it's not slouch, it doesn't sit like a camel mm -hmm. 
Do they like me in this church? What is that person thinking about me? No, 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 no. Run! Let there be fire in you. Everyone who comes to contact the things of God has his urgency in them. The first thing God will do is to light up your spirit. Light up your spirit. When you start praying in the spirit, if you're still, if you understand, you're still jamming with your prayer. You know some of you, when you're praying in the spirit, guess what will be happening to you? The, whole day? the devil's spirit will be telling you, eh, hey, what do you pray now? What this one you say now? What does it mean? Let's, let's think about the but we're going to eat after this meeting. Ah, what is the lunch looking like? Oh, this one Pastor Moses is talking about. Is there a lunch? He said there will coffee break. We haven't seen coffee break. He's just preaching. We're about to die from preaching. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org.